Good morning and welcome to WSAU Feedback. I'm Meg Ellison. Thanks for joining me this morning. The calm before the storm. We've got an, we're on the cusp of another snowmageddon. So get ready, get your shovels ready and get uh, I don't know, whatever else you need, salt and snow plows and snow blowers, etc. Uh, of course, it's nice and warm in here, and we are just getting fired up for the morning. I want to remind our listeners that during the second half of feedback, uh, for those that are running for school board in our listening area, I encourage you to call in and talk about your candidacy because we are supporting, obviously, local conservatives that have decided to run for school board here in our area. I am grateful that Congressman Glenn Grothman has joined me this morning on the program to discuss his endorsement of Judge Jennifer Doro. Good morning, Congressman Grothman. How are you? Good morning. Uh, well, it's a big day. Uh, going to be a bigger day in April, but uh, I'm down in the Fond du Lac area, so a little bit warmer than it is for you guys. It's 19 out here, 19 out here though. All right. Well. We, I, I never understand this. They always say that the ideal time for snow is in the 30 range, but we're right around 20-ish, and we're supposed to get some some snow. I think you guys saw it last week, didn't you? Did you get a, a, a big storm? Right, we got a lot of snow, but afterwards it's it's largely, not exclusively, but it's largely melted since then. Is that the lake effect? No, I don't know if, it, if that's true or not. But, yeah, we, we've kind of had, a, I would say, a mild winter here, Glenn, but... Uh, it's, yes, uh, it's about about the most mild winter I can imagine. Yeah. Yep. Well, except for politics, of course, which can never be mild, unfortunately, and and that's obviously one of the reasons why you're joining me this morning to talk about. Uh, I, I know it's it's somewhat right. rare to endorse in a primary, but I I know that along with Congressman Derek Van Orden, you felt that you needed to uh, speak out and endorse one of the conservative primary candidates here for state supreme court. Let's right. talk about it. Okay, sure. And as you mentioned, regardless of who wins, we were talking a little bit off the air, yeah. tomorrow we will be all in for the winner of the primary tonight, or I'll say the, the conservative winner. Uh, and it might, be, um, uh, it might be Daniel Kelly, and it might be Darrell, but we, I already voted this morning for Darrell, and I want to explain why. There were two things that, that I think caused me to feel she was the obvious choice. First of all, right now, the Democrats or the type of people who vote for Democrats are running nasty ads against Daryl. And, of course, the reason they're spending millions of dollars trying to beat Daryl in the primary is they don't want her to be the one in the general. And the uh, Democrats are misguided, but the people who run these campaigns are not stupid. There is a reason why they want Darrow to lose the primary. They're afraid of her in the general. And you have to ask yourself, why are the Democrats running these negative ads, or the, I'll say the liberal groups, running negative ads already against Darrow? They don't want her to come out of the primary. The second thing is, in the last month, I've had four chances to hear Dan Kelly speak. And every time he made it clear that if he did not win the primary today, he would not back Daryl in the general election. And I just thought that I've never seen that before, uh, in which you have a candidate outright saying, and I think it's just pettiness as far as I can see. I've interviewed her. She's a good conservative. She's going to vote the way we want. But uh, 
Dan Kelly says he won't won't endorse her if she wins tonight. And to me, that's a problem I have with Dan Kelly. I, you know, you kind of you got to question his judgment. So I think both because Dan Kelly has said, I think out of pettiness, he will not back Daryl, and because the Democrats are supporting, as a practical matter, Kelly in the primary or trying to get Daryl out of there. I think for those two reasons, the wise vote today is Daryl. Well, and I guess it 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 really does uh, uh, suggest with all these uh, dark money groups, these uh, third party groups, the leftists that are going after uh, Judge Doral, that they are uh, they indeed are afraid of her, and they believe that they believe in her electability. I mean, that's ultimately uh, what made. I mean, I I agree with what you've said. I, I agree that it, it, until up until the point when Dan Kelly. Uh, made a statement, a public statement, saying that he wouldn't endorse his other, his conservative opponent. I was going to remain neutral, and I thought, but and and then there you know, there were other there were other, uh, um, I guess there were other issues that I had with his campaign reaching out to me and and trying to get me to talk about a salacious story that was written about her son. And I discussed that yesterday. And I just I just think I don't I do not tolerate dirty campaigning among Republicans. Uh, there were some lessons learned. I, I, I would have liked to have believed that all of us learned some lessons with the last gubernatorial primary and things that we did not want to see repeated. And, and sadly, <laughs> there were some that didn't learn that lesson. And so I, I, for, for those reasons, and I mean, I, I have no, I have uh, no concerns about, uh, whether or not Jennifer Doro is conservative enough or if she's constitutionally conservative enough. I do believe that. she's She has a record as a judge. She has a record of adhering to the rule of law. And, and I mean, you can, you can review even just the fact that the Supreme Court, uh, those that were sitting on the Supreme Court, chose her to be the chief judge of judges down in Waukesha County. I mean, that speaks volumes about who she is as a judge and the fact also I guess, and, and I know you know this as well, is that Justice Pat Rogensack also endorsed her, a 20-year uh, justice. Right, and, and Pat Rogensack's done a good job for the 20 years. I can't think of any decisions in which she let us down. Uh, so the fact that, right, that she looks at him, and she's, she's dealt with uh, Judge Kelly in the past. She's been on the court with him, but despite that, uh, her recommendation is Dara, which I think says something as well. But above all, if you if you're considering not voting for her, remember the Democrats are running those negative ads against her because they're afraid of her. And remember, Dan Kelly just on his judgment, and I'll agree with you. I I wouldn't be making this uh, call today if I had not four times heard Dan Kelly come up with tortured logic as to why he couldn't endorse Darrow in the primary which was just bizarre, but then you look at the all the millions of dollars flowing in against her because they're more afraid of her than Kelly, and to me, we want Darrow because we got to win this race. Yeah, well, and I mean, I really think that we have to we have to look at the strategy behind it. If we have two solid conservative candidates and one is viewed as more electable and one is viewed as, as a threat to the left, we want to choose the one that's a threat to the left. That's indeed, at least that's my my perspective on it. Uh, so, is there anything else you'd like to add uh, with regard to? Well, I, I mean, I guess we can talk a little bit again about unity because I think it's it's critical that. Well, 
as you said. All right. Tomorrow I, is a new I, day. I think, right, I think it's clear we want to vote for Darrow today, but tomorrow, if uh, Dan Kelly wins, I'm going to be on the phone um, by noon with his team saying, what do you want me to do? Uh, because he will be a conservative as well, and I will be all in with him. I'll be in with him financially. I'll be in with uh, an endorsement, and I'll, I'll be speaking at events on his behalf. So if if for some reason Daryl loses today, I will be there for Dan Kelly tomorrow. Well, and I think that's the, the key, is that we have to remember who yeah. our true opponent is in all of this. And, I mean, obviously it's it's expected that Janet Protasiewicz is going to be the, the one on the left oh, that yeah. goes through it, to the general. It, right. And let's remind ourselves one more time why she's so bad. She will get rid of photo ID in this state, which is just absolutely ridiculous. She brags about it. She has no reason saying how she's going to decide that case in advance, but she brags about it, right? She's going to undo the, uh, what Scott Walker did, uh, a big um, act which was signed in, I think, 2011, uh, making it easier to, to say, get rid of a bad school teacher. Uh, she's going to say that that's illegal. She's bragging about getting rid of that. Uh, she's bragging about having new redistricting and presumably, I don't know for sure, but presumably calling for new elections all over the state, new congressional elections, presumably before the two years is up. So in so many ways, uh, you know, she would be such a disaster. And who knows what other other things she will weigh in on. Well, and, and I mean, let's let's go back to Act 10 and Right to Work. I mean, you were at the Capitol when the left collectively melted down and took over the Capitol for months. Right, right, right. Um, all that work that Scott Walker did will be undone. Again, she has no business saying that up front, but she talks about it. She brags like she's going to do this. So uh, a real problem. Uh, and like I said, uh, a very activist judge, things that, like I said, photo ID, they've got, even got in other countries, they have it in Mexico. She's going to say, for some pretext, constitutionality or whatever, we don't need photo ID in the state of Wisconsin. Well, I don't need a judge like that. Well, and uh, let, let's also talk about the possibility that, uh, the, the great significant possibility that the 1849 abortion law here in Wisconsin will be overturned if there is a leftist dominated state supreme court well right that i think she's made it very clear there as well uh, she'll take the most extreme position she can on that you're right well and i think too it, it's just interesting because she's she's given so many indications about how she would rule that it seems to me it would be if not a violation of some sort it would be unethical for her to even right. rule on right. these these cases but yet she has has taken the unprecedented step of of telling her supporters how she's going to vote i mean i think also about redistricting and and really ultimately what the the, right. the goal is normally the left. right normally in a judicial race you're not supposed to say this is how i will, how I will vote if a case comes before me, but it goes to her maybe lack of integrity, lack of judicial ethics that she is running around like this is a congressional race and saying how she will vote in advance. She is, I assume, you know, right now we had over 220 murders in Milwaukee last year, and we all know it's because of a liberal system throughout down there in Milwaukee, right? Liberal district attorney, liberal jury, but above all, 
liberal judges. We do not need a liberal judge coming out of Milwaukee, being on the state Supreme Court. Keep that liberalism, these liberal judges, in Milwaukee. We don't need them representing the entire state. And that's another reason why we have to make sure we win in April. It is certainly telling, isn't it, that the most unethical candidate that's running for state Supreme Court is likely the one that the Democrats, that those on the left, are going to choose. What does that say about them as a whole? Right, right, right. right. I could not. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Congressman Glenn Grothman, thank you for joining me. I appreciate your perspective and why it is that you have decided to endorse Judge Jennifer Dorrell. Thanks for your time. I appreciate it so much, and we'll talk again soon. Okay, super. Thanks. Thank you. Going to go to a break and roll right into the 830 News, followed by the second half of feedback and your calls. And as I suggested, if there are those that are running for school board here in our listening area, I want to encourage you to call in and share a bit about your candidacy. We had a couple of uh, people call in yesterday from the Rapids School Board race as well as the Marshfield School Board race. I'm I'm encouraging you again if you'd like to call back in and, and remind our listeners that are about on the cusp of going out to vote uh, how they should do so. I encourage you to do uh, call in right after the news seven one five eight four five twenty one fifty five on WSAU feedback. does not like a little rush action in the morning. Election day. Good morning. Welcome to WSAU Feedback. Meg Ellipson here. That's what my dad always used to say. My dad, his name was John Meyer. John Meyer here. Loved him. Oh, thanks for tuning in this morning and a roll into the 830 News momentarily, followed by the second half of Feedback and your calls, 715-845-2155. I did have a uh, Congressman Glenn Grothman on during the first half of feedback. He expressed his support and endorsement of Judge Jennifer Doro for Wisconsin Supreme Court. Yesterday I had Congressman Derek Van Orden on the program. He also shared his support of Judge Jennifer Doro. I would love to hear from you if you are a school board candidate in our listening area. Call in and share why you have decided to. I love it when people decide to roll up their sleeves and get involved. They have been keeping an eye on their local government and they're not cutting it. So you all have decided to run for office. And for that, I congratulate you. I mean, that's the first step. Now the next step is to get you elected. So call in and share a bit about your candidacy, Wassa School District. Actually, there aren't any Wassa School uh, there's nothing on the ballot in, in Wausau at this point, but there are two crazy lefties that are going to be on the ballot in the spring. So I'll be talking more about that. Uh, Wisconsin Rapids has candidates. Marshfield School Board has candidates. And I also believe Mosinee does. If there's another school district that I'm missing, oh my gosh, feel free to call in and share that information with our listeners. 715-845-2155. Right after a little more rush and the news on WSAU.